inside their 30 all three times. They've managed just one first down on their first two possessions. This time they're going to put a wing to the right, no wing to the left, and twin wide receivers out here. That's Wyatt Plocky and Carson Morgan, and it's going to be straight ahead for about three for Klingensmith. They are trying to test that defensive line for Arcadia Loop City. The line play is so a three-yard gain, six carries, only 19 yards so far for Klingensmith, who came into the game averaging about 10 yards every time he touched it. Split out wide to the left is Joe Moss. Robleski has not even looked to throw it. He rolled him out once, but he just ran the whole time. Second down and seven, same look as before. This time they'll put a wide receiver out to the left, start Jackson Seward in motion. Quarterback keeper on the option right side, has some room, gets across the 30 and has a St. Paul first down to the 32-yard line, a gain of nine for quarterback Tanner Robleski, and he just did a good job. I'll tell you what, both of these teams and their running backs slash quarterbacks are doing an excellent job of letting the blockers set up ahead of them. And for Ty Calarose, he's been doing a huge job out there. So a fresh set of downs here for the Cats at their own 32-yard line, trailing 8 to nothing with 2.45 remaining in quarter number one. Hard count, Robleski pitches short side. Clayton Smith has room, 35, follows his blockers, 40, keeps the legs and They strip the ball, and it's fumbled, and it's going to be covered by Ty Calarose. Uh, Clayton Smith was going for the extra yardage. They had him stood up, and Arcadia Loop City went in there and stripped the ball away and covers it at the 45-yard line of St. Paul. That was a... About an 11-yard run, but a lost fumble. And Arcadia Loop City is playing well right now, and most of this entire first half, or first quarter, has been played on the St. Paul side of the 50. So the Calrose fumble recovery at the St. Paul 45 sets up first down and 10. Go back to a standard I-formation look. Moshka will be under center. Kusick the fullback. And back to pass. We've got a penalty flag looking for Baker. Fly route left side, and it's through his hands. And incomplete. Good coverage down the field by St. Paul's Joe Moss. But again, we had a penalty flag the moment that the ball was snapped. So we have to figure that it's going to be on the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City thrown by the back judge. And waiting to hear what the explanation is. Maybe he had too many men on the field. Let's find out. That's going to be the call. Too many men on the field on St. Paul, so it was a free play for Arcadia Loop City. That's a five-yard penalty, and it'll bring up first down and five. Second penalty of all. And uh, taking their time to get this uh, situated, St. Paul was waiting to... Find out what the story is. Oh, what are we doing here? A 15-yard mark-off. So a 15-yard penalty. They showed illegal substitution, but that would not jive with uh, what the uh, yardage was that marked off. So it's a first down Arcadia Loop City all the way to the St. Paul 30. And they go back to the... Wildcat to Calarose, takes the direct snap, runs off a right tackle, and he'll be stacked up at about the 27-yard line. Short gain on the play, maybe a couple. 79 yards and a touchdown here in the first quarter for Ty Calarose. 8-0, Arcadia Loop City, 2-10 in the first quarter play. Actually, running the ball a lot, it's been a long first quarter. 
And it's been mostly Arcadia Loop City. They've got five first downs to St. Paul's two, and then St. Paul just fumbled it. So the Rebels trying to add to their total with the wind. They're back, staying out of that Wildcat offset. Maryland I again a low snap, and Calarose has to fall on it. And so the center now, Jeromic, just a sophomore, might be getting some pressure from those big defensive linemen. He's trying to get it back there so quick so that he can get his block made. And that's going to be a loss on the play of about five, maybe four. We'll call it third down and 12. But again, where Arcadia Loop City is on the football field, this is two down territory. Third down and 12 at the 32 of St. Paul. Again, after the Cats took that defensive timeout, they have been very solid on defense. Trip wide receivers to the right. Baker over here to the left in man-to-man coverage. He's looking that way. Moshka just going to throw the post and miscommunication. Baker threw a little hook. Moshka threw it to the pylon. And everybody just looked at the ball fly 25 yards over the receiver's head. And it'll be fourth down now and 12 for Arcadia Loop City. They could try to pooch kick it inside the 10, but if you don't get it inside the 10, if it squeaks into the end zone, then you're frustrated that you didn't go for it. And Arcadia Loop City is going to use their second timeout to discuss it, so we'll take it with them. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. 8-0 Arcadia Loop City, 105 to go in the first. They've got it fourth and 12 at the St. Paul 32 when we return. Cornhusker Honda presents a reality check. You don't have to shop all over to find your new Honda. Just head to Cornhusker Honda in Grand Island. You'll find great savings right now at America's most reliable cars and trucks. Plus, financing as low as 0.9% for up to 60 months with your good credit. That's savings for the long haul. The reality is the right choice is right here. Cornhusker Honda, just off North Highway 281 in Grand Island. Well, let's see what Coach Mike Scott and his staff have drawn up here. They're going to go with a trip set to the left side, the wide side, a little bubble, really just on the hash. They always try to get Baker by himself. He's in a little bit tighter on the right side here. Still got Calarose in the backfield, Moshka in the pistol, ready to take the snap on fourth and 12. Drop straight back to pass, looking, going to go to the right side. This time they run the hook. Baker easily pitch and catch it, and he's got the first down. Inside the 20 to the 17-yard line, that's a gain of 16 on the play. The first completed pass of the ball game, and Arcadia Loop City is in the red zone, already up 8-0. Man, it was a great job over there, and Moshka just put it right on the numbers. It was like they knew that they were going to complete that. You could just see the way the route was run. And now St. Paul will have to bow their neck here as you get ready for Calarose to probably run it at you. First out and 10 at the 16-yard line. Under a minute to go here in quarter number one. Trying to make it a two-touchdown lead. Direct snap, Calarose tries the left side. Runs between guard and tackle. And he's going to be brought down at about the 12-yard line by Riley Ward. So this Wildcat, the first time that Arcadia Loop City has run it all year long, and it has been pretty productive. And now Arcadia Loop City is trying to go quick tempo. I think they went back to the huddle, said same play. That's all the longer they were in there. Calarose again takes it. Now they'll run it to the right, and he is going to see a penalty flag as he gets through the hole to about the five-yard line, and I think that's why there was a hole there. It wasn't there originally, and then you can see Calarose explode through it. But when the referee throws it, that usually means a hold or a face mask. And we've had a little bit of laundry on the field here. 
in quarter number one. And it is holding on the Rebels. Their second penalty of the ball game. And that will give them a long yardage situation here. Second down at about 16 as they'll move the ball back to around the 22-yard line. This drive started at the St. Paul 45-yard line after Parker Klingensmith fumbled the football on a good, tough first-down run, but they did what they're taught to do. They stood him up, and then they stripped the football, and Cal Rose was able to cover it. So we'll call it second down and about to 20 to go here. And the snap back to McCrane has time. Throws down the left sideline for Baker. A little underthrown, and it is caught but out of bounds. He bobbled the football, and then it was popped out. It did end up on the ground. We couldn't see for the uh, yardage marker over there. Good job on the defense by Jackson Stewart with Tanner Robleski coming over. But Stewart, when he bobbled it, was able to knock his arm away, and the pass falls incomplete. But you can tell why he is the leading receiver in the state. That was right on the money. He just got turned around trying to locate it. Third down and 20. Ball at the 23-yard line. More like maybe third and 17, to be honest. Direct snap to Calarose. Hole over the right side. He's going to get three, four. Breaks a tackle. Still on his feet. And he's still grinding out inside the 15. And again, St. Paul thought the play was over. They had lost him. But he's able to keep his balance and it's going to be again a fourth down and a chance to do something here and that'll be the end of the quarter they will mark it at the 13 that's going to be a nine yard run for Calarose which unofficially gives him 92 yards here in the opening stanza it'll be fourth down and about seven yards to go at the 13 yard line of St. Paul when Arcadia Loop City takes the first snap of the second quarter the Rebels leading here at St. Paul eight to nothing on classic hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. So many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there, and they know you. Not to mention the great service and fresh meats, including homemade pull sausage. Isn't it just nice to know that all the food you can buy locally is fresh, and the people that help you are the same friendly faces that live on the same street? Their kids go to the same school. That's what you get at Joe's Market in Loop City. Joe's Market is proud to support the area athletes. Good to see our buddy Spencer Schubert here tonight shooting some highlights for Channel 5. NTV folks are here. There's a lot of media here tonight. We're glad that you're with us on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. Ready to start the second quarter of play. Arcadia Loop City leads at 8-0, and they have a fourth and seven at the St. Paul 13-yard line. And uh, to tell you the truth, I think we've only had about two snaps on this end of the field. Calero's had a huge run, and everything else uh, was on the other side of the field. So we have seen a lot of Wildcat, and Ty Calero's has been successful there. They're going to line up for that again, fourth down and seven. Two blocking backs. Let's see if Ty throws it. Nope. Straight ahead, get what they can get, and he is dragging people inside the 10, but I think he's going to be short. 
Got to about the eight, needed to get to the six. Arcadia Loop City kept it conservative. And it looks like St. Paul should be taking over on downs, waiting for the official signal, and there it is. So six yards by Ty Calarose, but give it back over to St. Paul. St. Paul, 30 yards rushing for Parker Klingensmith. They had a couple of penalties for 25 yards, two penalties for 15 yards on Arcadia Loop City. They had six first downs. Calarose, 92 yards rushing. And that's about it. They completed one pass for 16 yards. One of four for Moshka through the air. Robleski did not throw the ball. He did run it twice for 13 yards. First down and 10 at their own eight. Out of that double wing, Robleski with Klingon Smith, the lone back. They'll send Jackson Seward in motion. Pitch it to him from left to right. Looks for the hole. There's not one there. And he's going to get to the nine and maybe lunge forward to the 10. A gain of two for Seward. A lot of motion, and they're just about every play has been outside. They have popped Smith a couple times up between the tackles, but they know what they have to deal with here. And the, now at the back of St. Paul, so maybe that will, if they can get a first down here, I think that's what uh, Coach Fuller wants to get done, get a first down. Maybe they can open the offense up a little bit more. Down eight to nothing, and we're going to have motion. Yeah, both of the wingbacks stood up, and when you see the other guy standing up, you went, Hmm, did I mess up or did he mess up? It doesn't matter. It's five-yard penalty here on St. Paul. And so it'll bring up second down and about 13 yards to go. Move it back to the five-yard line. 11-15 to go here in the second quarter. Eight to nothing. Arcadia Loop City scored on their first drive, a 50-yard drive capped off on a 12-yard Ty Calarose run. He actually got 51 yards on the drive because they had lost yardage on a play and now the handoff goes to Klingensmith and they are all over him Robleski almost pulled the ball back because they were bringing him down before he even had a hold of the football he's going to move it up about a yard it'll be third down and 12 so tough sledding here for St. Paul trying to find a way to get that ball up the field to take a look at their offensive line 190, 225, 185 185 and 195, so they're solid high school kids, but they're not 240, 230, like you will see sometimes. So third down and 12 at their own six. Robleski, and before we can get the play away, timeout, St. Paul, and each team has now used two timeouts. This timeout has been brought to you by our friends at ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, specializing in you. It's still 8 nothing. Loop City, Arcadia with the lead. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
And we return to St. Paul. Big thanks to Athletic Director Rick Peters and all of our fine sponsors that allow us to bring you tonight's action. Third and 12 at their own six. And back to pass Robleski. Looking down the middle, now throws it out here in the wing, and it's just off the fingertips at the 25-yard line of the intended receiver, freshman Eli Larson. Really under pressure. That was a well-thrown ball, and Larson just couldn't haul it in. It was off the fingertips there, and it will be punting from their own end zone. St. Paul had to punt into the wind twice in the first quarter for a 30 and a 27-yarder. Now let's see if Jackson Seward can get some air under this one. Ty Calarose is only at the 37-yard line of St. Paul. Snap is good. Rush up the middle. There's a beautiful kick. Calarose backpedals, backpedals, catches it over his shoulder at the 49. Now has room to run. 45-40. Dances back to the left. Avoids one man and finally brought down at the 35-yard line. And you had the Nathan Shear in there making him go one way. And it looked like the tackle for St. Paul might have been Christian Ecker in there. So a nice punt. We'll put that one down as a 43-yarder, but also a good return for Ty Calaros from the 49 to the 35. He'll return at 14 yards. And again, Arcadia Loop City will start in St. Paul territory. And they've got to punch one in here for all the fortuitous starts that they have had. They have only cashed in on one, and that was the opening 50-yard drive. First down and 10, Arcadia Loop City up 8-0, 10-17 to go in the first half of play. Still out of that wildcat. Right to Calarose, off right guard. He'll get five to the 30-yard line. And they'll do that all night if they can. 103 yards already rushing in the football game here for Arcadia Loop City's Ty Calarose. Ten minutes to go here in the second quarter. And Arcadia Loop City has had possession of the football most of this game. Second and five at the 30. A little equipment problem out there, and the referee is going to stop play here as they had to get the chin strap buckled there for Tucker Quinn, and they did. So now we're ready to roll. Again, they set two backs in front of Calarose. They offset him to the left so that he can receive the snap in the Wildcat. And he takes it. And he'll head to the left, follows his blockers, has the first down and more, penalty flag 20, 15-10. And he's going to be brought down inside the five. In fact, there were two flags at two different portions of the football field here. So it looks like we're going to have an illegal block on the edge or a hold. Nice run by Calarose, but it is going to come back. And our referee tells us it is a straight hold. I think he just had two different holds on that play. And Arcadia Loop City with their third penalty. They have had one hold that was declined because they lost yardage on the play. So St. Paul said, we'll just take the yardage loss. Move the ball back to the 40. So it'll be 15 yards to go here for Arcadia Loop City on second down. Second down, 15, Arcadia Loop City. There hasn't been a whole lot of Excitement, not a lot of line changes, not a lot of different offensive looks. Something different that Arcadia Loop City is doing with the Wildcat, but they've stayed with it most of the game. Second and 15 right in the middle of the football field. Now a short snap to Moshka. They give it to the end. Baker from the left to the right. They're going to string this out, and he is going to get hardly anything. Great job by St. Paul 
and Baker only by diving along the sideline is able to pick up yardage as the tackle was made by Wyatt Plocky, who was able to track that play from the very get-go. Baker picks up two. It'll be third down and 13. So quite frankly, outside of the run by Ty Calarose, Arcadia Loop City hasn't done much offensively either. So St. Paul has slowed things down, and now it's third down. Will they go for it on fourth? Probably. They're inside the 40. Back to that wildcat look. Last time they went with the short snap, and they do it again. Moshka looking for Calarose out of the backfield, and boy, he almost made a catch when he didn't even know where the ball was. Good pressure out there. Calarose was rolled up by Parker Klingensmith. He wouldn't have got much on the play anyway, but St. Paul brought the heat, and it'll be fourth down and 13. And let's see what Coach Rusty Fuller elects to do. He can probably get, or excuse me, Mike Scott elects to do, probably get a pretty good punt into this win and pin St. Paul inside the 10. But it does not look like that's what they want to do, and their defense has been great, so if they don't get it here, St. Paul will get their best starting field position. That would be the one concern you might have. Each team with only one timeout left. Rebels have to hustle up to the line here. Fourth and 13 at the St. Paul 38. Oh, they don't know the play. Now they get lined up. Moshkin ready to take the pistol snap. Back, play action pass. Looking, looking under pressure off his back foot. Lobs it out here. Incomplete in the direction of Tucker Quinn. But there was nobody open on the play. And St. Paul will take over. So... St. Paul's defense trying to keep them in this football game, down 8 to nothing, but being out-yarded pretty good here by Arcadia Loop City. 8.45 remains in quarter number two. As we said, Arcadia Loop City can do it through the air. Nolan Baker, the leading receiver in the state, and uh, Ty Calarose, the leading rusher in the class, and doing an outstanding job here for Arcadia Loop City. Against 3-1 and St. Paul. Who's down 8 nothing? first down and 10. Pitch to Klingensmith again, trying to get it outside. Follows his blockers, stood up again, but they force him forward to about the 45-yard line. He gained about three yards on the tackle. They had him stood up at the 42, and the pile moved drastically forward. So that's one of the better offensive plays so far the first half here for St. Paul. It's going to be good for six. It'll be second down and four yards to go. Don't forget, at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll run down the first half stats, look at the scores from around the area, and update you on what else is going on. Second and four. Robleski pitches it to Klingensmith. This time he's trying to get to the left side, strings it out, trying to find anything he can across the 45. Does a good job of finding the hole, pays the price for it. Nolan Baker's over there, and also over there was Ethan Gock, but it's enough for the first down. Good hard run, and that's going to be a gain of only five, but he was strung out. Finds enough to move the chains here for St. Paul. Their first first down of quarter number two and just their third of this football game. But they're at the 50-yard line trying to get into Rebel territory for the first time here this evening. Eight minutes to go, second quarter, eight, nothing. Arcadia Loop City fake the handoff, quarterback keeper. Oh, there's nobody there. He looked to pitch it, and nobody was there. His wingback did not come around on that wingback option. He faked the belly dive with Parker Klingensmith, and then he was set to run option, and luckily he didn't just believe somebody was there. He started to pitch it and saw nobody was there and then just ate it. Going to be a loss of a couple on the play. 
Back to about the 48-yard line. So Tanner Robleski, nowhere to go with that one. Robleski, the quarterback, Klingon Smith, the running back. Single wing this time. They'll throw it back here to Robleski. He tries to find the right side, but that's strung out. Bounces off the first guy and is going to get about four. There's a good contact in the backfield over there, trying to drill him for a loss. But he bounced off that and was able to pick up a little bit of yardage. And the Rebels, Keaton Secretaris slaps himself on the helmet and says, how did I not bring him down? He stuck him good, but he got some good tough runners on both sides here. It's going to be a gain of three. And still brings up third down and long. Third and nine, but for the first time tonight, St. Paul will take a snap in Arcadia Loop City territory, albeit it's the 49. Third and nine, Robleski. He'll send his wing back in motion. Pitch it to the outside for Plocky. Plocky trying to make the corner. Follows his blockers. He's very close. He's not going to have it, though. He has to be at the 40. He's at the 41, but St. Paul can go for it. It's an eight-yard gain. For Wyatt Plocky on his first carry, fourth down and a half a yard. They won't have to measure it because when this set of downs started, the nose of the football was on the midfield chalk. So it's fourth and the length of the football. And St. Paul, I think, is calling for a measurement, which you can do. And again, sometimes in the heat of battle, you forget that, well, the ball was touching the 50. So they want to see how close they are here. And while the... Crew brings out the chains, the chain gang bringing out the chains to measure this first down, just like Carney towing and repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. Don't get stranded, but if you do, Carney towing and repair is there for you. You can feel, feel pretty confident that this won't be a first down. Let's just see how close it is. I think it's the length of the football. Well, it's a little closer than we thought. It's about three inches. And I don't know if the chains weren't set properly or if we looked at it wrong, but they actually put the chain down right on the Arcadia Loop City side of the 50 instead of the other side, which is where it looked like the ball was originally marked. Nonetheless, doesn't matter. It's inches to go. St. Paul's going to go for it. It's all about the push up front here. Tanner Robleski, I'm sure, will just quarterback sneak it. Can the offensive line give him room to do it? They'll send Plocky in motion and first down. Wasn't a straight quarterback sneak. Robleski did come back out from under center and went between guard and tackle over the left side and picked up the yard that he needed and keeps the drive alive here for the St. Paul Wildcats. 6.27 to go in the first half. It's still Arcadia Loop City 8 and St. Paul nothing. St. Paul's deepest penetration. Again, Arcadia Loop City went for it on fourth and long and gave St. Paul Good starting field position, their best starting field position of the football game at their own 38. Again, Plocky in motion. This time a pitch on the inside is fumbled. They tried to get it to the freshman, Eli Larson. They faked the pitch from right to left and went inside, and it was just enough behind Larson that he couldn't grab it. The ball falls behind the line of scrimmage for a loss of four, maybe five. It's going to be second down and 15. Not what the Wildcats needed when they got something going here. They are not a big, chunky yardage team. Only one pass attempt so far in the football game. Second and 15 at the Rebel 46-yard line. Twins to the right, single to the left. Looking left all the way. Now rolling right. Going to throw it down the seam. One-on-one coverage. In and out of the hands of Plocky at the 12-yard line. He timed it just right, but 
But Cray Moshka got just enough in his way that he couldn't haul it in, and it's incomplete. That was a good throw from Tanner Robleski. Would have set up first and goal. Plocky might have actually got into the end zone had he made the catch. So third down and 15. Joe Boss split wide to the left. He is the single wide receiver, like when Baker sets up for Arcadia Loop City. Stops the clock with 5.36 to go here in the first half. 8-0. St. Paul went 3-0 and out to start the game. Punted into the wind. And Arcadia Loop City drove 50 yards and scored. And that's been it. Arcadia Loop City's been in the red zone two other times. They'll empty the backfield here. Maybe a wide receiver screen. They'll throw it to Clayton Smith on the wheel route. Caught it down the left sideline. 30, 20, 15. And he'll be brought out of bounds at the 11-yard line by McCray Moshka. You can see the play from up here and just kind of a delayed wheel route that time. A 34-yard pass play will set up first down and 10 just outside of the 10-yard line. They sent Robleski, or excuse me, they sent Clayton Smith in motion, and he just kind of sauntered his way out there. He didn't take off on the dead sprint, and when the uh, safety, or in this case the corner, kind of committed and came up, he just hit the Jets and went right by him. Beautiful throw, Robleski. First and 10 at the 11. Pitch play, Larson. Nice block in the backfield by Joe Moss. Gets to the corner, to the five, and now a late penalty flag in the secondary. Down at about the four, maybe the three-yard line. We have seen a lot of flags on big runs in this game. This one was in the secondary, though, so they might get a little something out of this. Let's find out what our white hat tells us, the illegal block in the back on St. Paul. So their fourth penalty and a 10-yarder. The flag laying right about where the tackle was made at the three. So it won't be a horrible penalty, but instead of second down at the three, it'll be first down at about 13 at the 13-yard line. So Eli Larson will get credit for a few yards on that play. And first and 13. 13 for a first down and 14 for a touchdown here for St. Paul. In motion, Plocky. Fake the pitch, roll to the right, Robleski. Has time, now losing time. Throws underneath, the ball is tipped and intercepted at the 10. Down the left sideline, Calaros. He's to the 20. There's a penalty flag on the play. And Ty Calaros now has a fumble recovery and an interception. He reached out, the ball was a little behind him. He batted it in the air to himself. And St. Paul will be turned away with their second turnover of the ball game. I'm sure this penalty is a hold on St. Paul. Illegal block in the back, and it will be declined. So Calarose is the man again tonight. He's got the touchdown, the fumble recovery, the interception. He returns it out to the Arcadia Loop City 21-yard line. 8-0. Rebels still on top, 5-11 to go here in the second quarter. Folks were expecting a low-scoring kind of a line battle. Arcadia Loop City's moved the ball. St. Paul has started to, but no one can finish the drive. A lot of time left here for Arcadia Loop City to mount this drive. Only one timeout remaining, and now they burn it. Oh, boy, that's a horrible place to burn a timeout. You had all that time after the change of possession, and evidently they didn't have the right guy where they wanted him to be or else they were a man short. So, unfortunately for the Rebels, they've got to burn their final timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It remains 8-0 Rebels, 5-11 to go here in the first half. 
Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Back in the Kearney Tilly and Repair broadcast booth on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Arcadia, St. Labore, and the World Wide Web at PotRiverPreps.com. First and ten Rebels at their own 21 after the interception. Back under center, McCray will turn, hand it off to Calarose. He is not down yet. He's to the 30, to the 35, and he'll be pushed down just shy of that spot. He's just running so tough in there. A gain of 15 at the 36-yard line, pushed out of bounds in front of his own bench. He's got 119 yards unofficially, and that is the first first down for the Rebels here in the second quarter of play. They just haven't been able to move the sticks. They've had a couple penalties that have hurt them. Five minutes to go. Clock has stopped quite a bit. We've had a lot of plays that go out of bounds here in this second quarter. Again, back to that standard eye look. Two wide outs, one slot right, one wide left. And they'll turn and hand it to Calarose. Again, huge hole on the left side, 40, 45, stiff arm into St. Paul territory before he's brought down at the 43-yard line. A huge hole over the left side will set up a big run of 22 more yards for Ty Ty Calarose. Again, he has been playing a lot of football for the Rebels and just keeps getting better and better this senior class. Even Bob Jensen said it in the preview. He said this had the potential to be one of the teams that really made a move. They were 3-6 and six last year after going 7-2 and two the year before and missing the playoffs. Three of those games last year had two multiple overtime games and a one-point game. First and 10 at the St. Paul 43. Out of the pistol this time. Moshka McCray. McCray Moshka. Trouble, now throws deep, it's underthrown with the wind, Baker comes back, it tipped into the air, and incomplete, boy that was dangerous, Robleski was trying to find the deflection, good pressure coming up the middle by Riley Ward, and McCray-Moshke's pass falls incomplete, he's only completed one ball, one out of seven for 16 yards, he and Baker have just not been able to hook up, and again that wind really kicked up again during that last time out, that started this drive, about 20 mile an hour still gusting up higher. But a drive that started at their own 21 is now at the Wildcat 43. Second down and 10 for the Rebels. Still leading it 8 to nothing here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Moshka under center. This means they've got a fullback. Five-step drop. Looking for the short hook this time and too tall. Intended receiver that time was Keaton Secutera. And incomplete. Or excuse me, Baker. It was Baker over there on the far sideline. And it'll be third down. So Arcadia Loop City did not take advantage or didn't have to with the wind at their back here 
on a long yardage situation, and they're trying to get something done into the wind, and Moshka is definitely good enough to do that. Really wants to get hooked up here with Baker. Their only completed pass was to Baker on a fourth down little curl. Now they will send to the left side, Secutera. Put Baker slot right. Third and 10 at the St. Paul 43. Out of the I formation. Moshka long count. Gives it to Calarose. Left side. He is going to get to the 40. But this time St. Paul's right on top. And they'll bring him down right there. Good job up front again. Christian Ecker. Also in there on the tackle, Zane Goldfish. And a gain of about three. It's going to be fourth down and seven. And again, Arcadia Loop City's burned all their timeouts, so they've got to make the play call here. Take a little extra time to run him in there. Would not be surprised to see him hand it to Calarose, but you've got to put your money on a pass play to Baker, and they better hurry. Well, now they've changed their mind, and they're running out the punt unit. And now they can just go ahead and take the delay a game. That's not going to hurt them. And there it is. So they decided that they're going to pump the ball. That delay a game doesn't mean anything. Five-yard penalty. That'll back them up to the 48-yard line. But they should be able to get a nice punt away here for Larchik. His first punt. All the punts early on obviously went into the wind a little bit. He had a punt with the wind behind him, and he tried to angle it out of bounds, and he got it out of bounds a little too quickly. It was only a 27-yarder that went out at the 20-yard line of St. Paul. So it'll be fourth down now and 12 to go at the 48-yard line of St. Paul. Here's the snap. It's a good one. Again, a directional left-footed kick, and again, it goes out of bounds. So the one thing is it's okay. They're not getting a return, but they're sure not kicking it very far. The line of scrimmage was the 44, and this ball is marked out of bounds at about the 28, a 16-yard punt. And St. Paul will have it first down and 10. They don't want it in Joe Moss's hands, and you can understand why. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Again, we'll look at the, some of the scores from around the area. First half stats. Carney High right now uh, trying to go to 5-0. and oh. Down at Fremont, and they are up 34 to 6. They've exploded in the second quarter. Out of the shotgun, Robleski. He's going to throw that wheel route again and trying to come back for it. It's underthrown to his running back, Parker Klingensmith. It is knocked away there by Caden Kusick, and it'll be second down and 10. Some other scores Grand Island and Omaha North, 6 6 in the second quarter. Carney Catholic trailing Kozad 12-10 in the second quarter. So there's a surprise right now. That game's on ESPN 1460. Back under center with that double wing. Pitch play right side, Klingen-Smith. He's got to get way out there if he's going to get any yardage, and he does, and here comes another penalty flag on the edge. On the crackback block, you're either getting a hold or you're getting a push in the back, and we've seen a lot of those tonight, most of them out on the edge. Wasn't much on the game there, so we'll see what Arcadia Loop City wants to do. It would be about third and nine, or it could make it about second and 20. And that's the discussion going on right now. And it looks like Arcadia Loop City is going to go ahead and take the penalty here. Holding on St. Paul, fifth penalty of the first half. Four penalties have been accepted against Arcadia Loop City. Eight nothing. Not a lot of big plays here 
since those first couple of drives by Arcadia Loop City. It's grinded out. It's short yardage. And then if you get any kind of a penalty, it really messes things up. And that's happened to both teams. And then St. Paul has turned it over twice. Arcadia Loop City none. Robleski in the shotgun, second down and 20. Three-step drop, fakes the throw. Still looking. Now he's going to throw it back against the grain into triple coverage. And Klingensmith can't catch it. Oh, Parker wants another shot at that one. It was all the way down at the Rebel 45-yard line. That would have been a gain of over 30 yards and a first down. And Klingensmith gets up just a little tender. Boy, he was rolling to his left through back to his right and made a perfect throw, actually turned out to be, but could not get the completed ball. So it's going to be third down now. Ball at the 21. They need to get to about the 38, so we'll say 17 yards to go, third and 17. Only one completion for each quarterback so far in this football game. And for St. Paul, it was a wheel 34-yard pass. Here's an inside handoff to the right wing back and trying to get outside Plocky, and there's nowhere to go. Strung out and tackled by Caden Kusick, but he had four of his buddies right there with him that had a great angle and another loss on the play here for St. Paul, forced to punt the football away. And they're going to want to use as much time as they can here before they kick it. Football will be marked at the 15-yard line. So a loss of five on the play, six on the play for Plocky. Fourth down and pack a lunch. Let's see if Seward can get a good punt with the wind behind him. A little rush coming. That one's a end-over-end kick, and he gets it over Calarose's head, and he's going to get a little roll about 13, 14 yards down to the 33-yard line. Nice boot that time. 35, 45, and add another seven. That's a 52-yard punt if uh, the old math works out that time. So the win at the back of Jackson Seward. Ball was marked at the 15. 52-yard punt down to the 33-yard line of Arcadia Loop City. Now the Rebels have no timeouts. They will get the ball to start the if they choose to get the uh, second half. 8 nothing. it remains. It seems like the Rebels have really kind of controlled the first half but only have the one touchdown to show for it. Preventive Sanitation halftime report coming up. Been a long second quarter. Back to the I formation with slot receivers each side. McCray Mosca turns, hands it off Calarose, and he looks for some room to the left, but fighting off the block after only about a yard gain. Good tackle in there by the St. Paul Wildcats. Among those that were in there was Carson Morgan. Going to be a gain of one for Calarose who, if he gets anything on this drive, is going to be past 150 yards in the first half. The Rebels seem to be in absolutely no hurry here. Maybe content to take this lead into halftime unless they can bust a big one. Second down and nine at their own 34. Stay out of the eye. McCray Moshka under center. Takes the snap, gives it to Calarose. Oh, he bounces off his center. Now gets loose to the left side and turns the corner. 40, 45, 50, sideline. Calarose, 40, and finally brought down by Robleski at the 33-yard line. How many yards does Ty Calarose get after contact? What an amazing run that was. Probably should have lost three. They pushed the line right back into him, and he bounced outside and made the corner, and then he was off to the races. What a great run that time of 30 yards from his own 34 
down to the St. Paul 32-yard line. That 34, let's see, 16 and 18, 34 yards on the run. First down and 10 here for the Rebels. Looking for more, and we're going to get the final time out of the first half. Called here by the St. Paul Wildcats. So each team has used all their timeouts, 124 remaining in the first half. And after the big Calahoros run, it's first and 10 for the Rebels at the St. Paul 32. They lead it 8-0. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Citizens Bank and Trust offers everything you need in banking to keep your life, farm, and business running financially sound. Best of luck, teams, from everyone at Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Member FDIC. Summer is here. You know that. It's hot out. Now what are you going to do about it? There's no better way to cool off than on your very own boat from Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Kearney. No matter what you want to do, fish, ski, cruise, surf, wakeboard, Buzz's can match you up with the perfect boat. And with factory rebates along with easy financing, the perfect price. Already have a boat? Buzz's Pro Shop is bursting at the seams with fun new toys. Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Or check them out online at Buzzesmarine.com. First and 10, RK Loop City out of the St. Paul timeout. It's going to be a fullback trap, huge hole, left side, 20, 15, 10. Stiff arm at the 5 and into the end zone. Caden Kusick, his first carry of the ball game, takes it in from 32 yards out. They're watching Baker. They're watching Calarose. And Kusick takes it in to make it 14 to nothing. Our five points bank touchdown, the second one of the night. Five points bank, the better bank in Kearney. What a beautiful play call that time by Arcadia Loop City. I don't know what they saw to call the defensive timeout, and I don't know if the Rebels changed the play, but great job, 14 to nothing, and now the two-point conversion. First time they just had Calarose run it in. Let's see what they do this time around. Moshka under center. They've got away from that Wildcat here. They'll turn, give it to Kusick, and he walks in. Nobody even looked at him. The two-point conversion is good. 117 remains in the first half. Arcadia Loop City 16 and St. Paul nothing. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Young disputed Midwest yield leader. The best darn pivot dealer around, Stoltenberg Irrigation. You catch yourself singing it, don't you? The best darn pivot dealer around, Stoltenberg Irrigation. And we're your Valley Performance Plus dealer also. Take all of our experience and you'll have over 200 combined years of service know-how to put a new Valley pivot in your field. Or keep your current pivot running strong. Depend on us and our crew to work hard for you. And remember, Stoltenberg Irrigation. 16 to nothing in favor of Arcadia Loop City. St. Paul was driving the ball. Looked like they might get this thing tied up or at least make it 8-6. to six. Had it down to the three-yard line. They called a hold. 
Then an interception by Ty Calarose returned it to the 21. Arcadia Loop City busted off two big plays, one from Calarose for 34, and then the 32-yard touchdown run by Kusick, and they are up 16 to nothing. Kick away, short kick this time. St. Paul will grab it at the 15-yard line. Clayton Smith up the middle of the 20 to the 25. Sees a little hole to the 30, up to the 35 and the 36-yard line where he'll be brought down. First down and 10. And I would not be surprised to see St. Paul try to get something going here. They're down 16-0 now. Momentum really changed in the last two minutes of football playing time. And Arcadia Loop City gets the ball to start the third quarter. Wins at their back, so... Robleski brings him out with three wide. One wing back in the freshman, Larson to the right side, Clinton Smith behind him, and it's a pass all the way, rolling right, rolling right, then throwing underneath, looking for his tight end, incomplete, Carson Morgan. Can't haul it in, second down, and 10. And again, Robleski, one completed pass. Moshka, one completed pass. 105 to go here before halftime. Second down and 10 at their own 37-yard line. They'll bring Joe Moss to the left side. Go twins to the right. And again, you've got Larson in there as the wingback. Straight back to pass Robleski. He'll throw out of that slot, and he has got Larson complete. 40, cannot break the tackle. Touchdown saving tackle at the 33-yard line by McCray Moshka. Well, when they hit him, they hit him big. Beautiful pass from the 36 to the 34. That's a 30-yard pass completion. Both completions have been to his backs out of the backfield. And the freshman with a huge play, and they're ready to go. First down and 10 here for the Cats. Robleski back to pass. Has plenty of time. Now throws back against the grain into double coverage. He's got two receivers. The defender falls down, and it's caught at the three. Larson falls down to make the catch. It's first and goal at the three. 31 yards on the play. And St. Paul is in business with 47 seconds to go. Neither team has a timeout. They don't have to pressure and hustle too much here. They just got to be efficient. They can run the football. They're going to put Robleski in the shotgun. Loop City had too many men on the field. This is a free play. Throw to the end zone, in and out of the hands of Joe Moss. They tried to run a little rub play. Arcadia Loop City was late getting a man off, so that penalty flag is too many men on the field. And it'll move it half the distance to the goal line. It'll be first and goal inside the two. So a one-yard penalty. St. Paul with 43 seconds to go. This will give the Wildcat faithful a big boost in the arm if they can cross the goal line here. On the other side, if Arcadia Loop City somehow finds a way to make a stop here, that just yanks all the air out of you. They got the ball with just over a minute 10 to go. At their own 36-yard line on a nice return from Moss. First and goal inside the two. Back to that double wing. They'll send Larson in motion. Give it to Klingon Smith. Right side. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, St. Paul. And that is fun football right there. We hadn't had much going on. And in the last two minutes of football time, a couple of touchdowns here. Two-yard touchdown run for Parker Klingen-Smith. And St. Paul's on the board, but now they'll have to go for two. They normally wouldn't have to do this. That's not what they do every time. But because Loop City has scored two two-point conversions, they have to do it as well. 
And the two-point conversion. They will send Larson in motion from left to right, giving him twins there. Robleski rolls that way, has some pressure, throws it in the end zone. Touchdown. Two-point conversion is good. And this time they'll get it into the hands of Wyatt Plocky. So the conversion is good with 39 seconds to go. Our five-points bank touchdown. A two-yard run by Parker Klingensmith completes the 74-yard drive. And it is 16-8, Arcadia Loop City, leading at St. Paul here on Classic Hits. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home, Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Roger Morse is your local Golden Harvest seed dealer serving St. Paul and surrounding areas. Roger is a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Good luck to everyone tonight. When you're looking for a good, honest seed dealer, Roger Morse is the name you need to know. Golden Harvest brand offers some of the highest yielding corn hybrids of any seed in this area, and they're protected by the most advanced trade technology in the industry. See Roger Morse today for your Golden Harvest seed in St. Paul. And for the first time in a football game, St. Paul now gets ready to boot the football away. And they want to make sure there's no return. It's a short pooch kick that is going to go out of bounds at the 14-yard line. See what the Rebels elect here for them to do. And I might have missed something there. The St. Paul sideline started to uh, applaud and cheer. I don't know if there was a little extracurricular activity somewhere or not. I think there might have been. The official coming over and talking with St. Paul coach Rusty Fuller with 39 seconds to go here in quarter number two. 16 to 8. Arcadia Loop City, each team has scored here in the last two and a half minutes. Our referee tonight never gives a preliminary indication. He talks to everybody, and then he tells us what happens. So we do have the kickoff out of bounds on St. Paul, and it looks like that's it. And they're going to make St. Paul re-kick it. They want to give their speedsters, Baker, maybe Calaros, a chance to return one here with 39 seconds to go. Because if they don't get a good return, it's basically... Hand it off and go to the locker room. They don't have any timeouts. They're going into the wind. There's only 39 seconds remaining. And so Larson will tee it up again. Arcadia Loop City will put their return men right in the middle of the field at the 15. And they stack them up pretty good. There's only three guys up front. So three, two, 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 and two. St. Paul could almost onside kick it here, but you don't want to do anything crazy at this point. So let's do it again. Now they change kickers. And the kick is away, and this will be returnable. Taken at the 15. Oh, it's fumbled by Calarose. He's got to go back and pick it up at the 12. Now he comes up the field to the 15, and there's nowhere to go. Sometimes when that happens, all the blocking is broke down by then, but not that time. Calarose is going to be dropped back at about the 15-yard line, and we should be one play away from halftime here at St. Paul. An extremely long first half of play. 
with uh, a lot of plays going out of bounds, just stopping the clock a lot with some incomplete passes. You were under the impression that it was grinded out, grinded out, grinded out with the clock running. That was not the case. The second quarter has been almost 50 minutes of actual time. Sometimes you can do a whole half in that amount of time. Let's see what they want to do here. They definitely can throw the ball, but I just think with the wind at 25 mile an hour right now, why take a chance? McCray Moshka, first and 10 at his own 17-yard line. Takes a long count. Still with the cadence, turns, hands it to Calarose, tries the left side, has some room, loses his balance but has the first down, and another penalty flag after the tackle is made. Ty Calarose was already on the ground when that flag was thrown at the 30-yard line. A gain of 13, it would be enough for a first down. But it looks like this one's coming back as well. A lot of holding going on out there, or we just have an officiating crew that calls it a lot. We have had a ton of holds. And, of course, St. Paul's going to take that. So it'll be first down, and after about a nine-yard penalty, because the ball was spotted at the 17, it'll move it back to between the eight and the nine. Preventive Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up. A lot of the scores, a lot of the games obviously already at halftime. Some of them getting ready for the third quarter, so we should have a pretty good scoreboard update for you here. 16-8, to eight, Arcadia Loop City leading here. And they only have to snap the ball one more time. Neither team has a timeout. So expect Calarose to get it again, and we go to the locker room unless he breaks one. Moshka, heavy count. I don't know what good the hard count does anybody there. 90 yards away from the end zone. They're going to get five on the offsides here on St. Paul. So it'll be first down and 14 because of the hold and now the five-yard offside. 15 seconds to go. 16 to 8, Arcadia Loops City here in quarter number two. Same set. They'll put a wide out to the left side this time. Slot to the right. Hand it to the fullback. And he did a good job the first time, but this time they are able to wrap up Caden Cusick. And he is going to be brought down. And that ends the first half of play after a short gain to about the 18-yard line. So finally we're able to put a wrap here on the first half of play. And it is Arcadia Loop City in this battle of top 10 teams leading St. Paul by a score of 16-8. to We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. So many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there, and they know you. Not to mention the great service and fresh meats, including homemade pull sausage. Isn't it just nice to know that all the food you can buy locally is fresh and the people that help you are the same friendly faces that live on the same street? Their kids go to the same school. That's what you get at Joe's Market in Loop City. Joe's Market is proud to support the area athletes. Cornhusker Honda presents a reality check. You don't have to shop all over to find your new Honda. Just head to Cornhusker Honda in Grand Island. You'll find great savings right now at America's most reliable cars and trucks. 
Plus, financing as low as 0.9% for up to 60 months with your good credit. That's savings for the long haul. The reality is the right choice is right here. Cornhusker Honda, just off North Highway 281 in Grand Island. Aurora Cooperative wants you to be part of the A-Team. At Aurora Cooperative, we believe in our owners, value their equity, while running a competitive cooperative on their behalf. We do this by proactively putting owners' equity work every day. It's a cooperative building on new-age collaboration, forward-thinking in their ideas, which yields best-in-class results for our owners on their farm or their cooperative and ensures their future. To learn more about what it means to be an A-Team member, contact us at auroracooperative.com or stop in and see your local Aurora agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work. With our producer engineer, Spencer Shields, along with Merritt Lawson, taking care of the Simonson Agency scoreboard. Doug Duda back with you here at St. Paul, where we have just finished up the first half. It is Arcadia Loop City 16 and St. Paul 8. Both teams able to tack on a touchdown in the last 245 of this first half of play. Uh, Arcadia Loop City had scored on their very first possession and were up 8 nothing. And it looked like that's where we were going to be going in to the uh, second half. But both teams able to find a little something, and uh, there you go. So uh, we will take a look now at our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. A lot going on tomorrow. Of course, Nebraska football, 2.30 with Rutgers of the Big Ten Network. Our pregame will be at 9.30 on the Breeze 94.5. So if you're driving down in the morning, uh, go ahead and listen to the Breeze for all of the pregame activities. Probably talking more than just football, but everything else that went on around the athletic department with the Departure of A.D. Sean Eichhorst yesterday. The UNK football team will be at Washburn. The Hastings football team will be at Dakota Wesleyan. And you can hear all of that coming up on 1230 KHAS. Right now, let's take a look at the uh, scores from around the area in uh, high school football. Brought to you by the Simonson Agency. Your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney. They've got you covered for home, life, and auto insurance in the strip mall just west of the Apple Market in Kearney. We will start in Class A, where Kearney High had a huge second quarter and leads Fremont at the half by a score of 34-9. to 34-9 is your score. In uh, Grand Island, the Islanders are all tied up with Omaha North 6-6 to at halftime. Of course, Omaha North has been a thorn in the Islanders' side for a number of years, especially in the playoffs. In Class B at halftime, it is Scotts Bluff 20, Grand Island Northwest 13, Seward 28, Hastings nothing. That game's on ESPN 15-50. And York leads McCook in a battle of top five teams at the half 14-7. In the second quarter, Aurora 50, Garing nothing. And out in the panhandle, Holdridge and Sydney are 7-7 in the first. If you have an update on Alliance Lexington, we'd love to hear from you. Again, our number is 308 308- 646-0506. In Class C1, in the third quarter, Kozat leading third-ranked Carney Catholic 14-10, an upset in the making right now on ESPN 14-60. Carney uh, Catholic has scored a lot of points, but trying to rebound from their first loss of the year last Saturday to Garden Plain, Kansas. They're playing without their top wide receiver, Brett Kaiser. In fact, they have about three of their wideouts that are down for All-State quarterback Matt Masker, running back Jake Gappa, 
banged up as well, but uh, was scheduled to play tonight. In other halftime scores in C1, it's Broken Bow 33, Minden nothing, Shatteron 14, Gothenburg 7, Adams Central 7, and Ord nothing. And that is at the half on 1230 AM KHAS. And just beginning the third quarter, Fairbury leads Lincoln Christian by a score of 20 to nothing. Looking at scores in Class C2, besides the one we have right here, it is at halftime, Central City 43, Centura nothing. Hastings St. Cecilia leads Wood River, looking for their first win of the year, 21 to nothing. Also going on in the second quarter, Sutton leads Shelby Rising City 28 to nothing. Centennial over Fillmore Central 34 to nothing. Donovan Trumbull was up on Sandy Creek at last check. Halftime in Class D1, Overton 26, Amherst 6. Superior 42, Franklin 7, Cambridge 32, Bertrand 24, Kennesaw 42, and Thayer Central 12. Those games are at half. In the second quarter, Palmer leads High Plains 33-3, and Hartland leads McCool Junction by a score of 42-8. We're looking for scores on the Elm Creek-Ravenna and Medicine Valley-Alma game at this point. In D2 at the half, we could use scores on Central Valley Pleasanton and Loomis Eustis Farnham. At the half, Blue Hill leads Axtell 51 to 8. Friend leads Exeter Milligan 48 to nothing. And Giltner leads Lawrence Nelson 20 to 8 in one of the big games between rated teams in class D2. In six man, Elwood leads Maywood's Hayes Center at the half 50 to 8. And in the battle of two of the top four teams in six man, third quarter, Harvard 24. Deschler, 8 yesterday. Wilcox Hildreth beat Red Cloud by a score of 70-6, to and Columbus Scottish yesterday was a winner over Grand Island Central Catholic, 52-7. to Here at the half, it is Arcadia Loop City, 16, and St. Paul, 8. We're back with more in a moment. Convenience isn't defined by how big a business is. It's defined by how convenient it is for you. Brems Health Mart Pharmacy is a hometown business that makes shopping easy. First, Health Mart pharmacists know there's nothing more important to you than your family's well-being. Health Mart pharmacies are locally owned pharmacies, and Brems provides the hometown services you want. From prescriptions to gifts to beauty and health aids, and now digital photo processing. Shop Brems Health Mart in downtown St. Paul. Health Mart, caring for you and about you. Ryan Jarabic is your local mycogen seed dealer in the St. Paul Farwell area. He knows that the key to a successful growing season is advanced preparation. Early hybrid selection and ordering helps to give you the best hybrid selection and maximize the yield potential on your farm. See Ryan today and find out how he can help you get the best yields for your acres. A very proud supporter of high school sports. Ryan Jarabic, your local mycogen seed dealer. Give him a call today at 750-0824. Hey, the Nebraska volleyball team opening Big Ten play tonight at Penn State. And the Huskers leading second-ranked Penn State two sets to none, 26-24 and 25-19. That would be a huge one tonight for the Big Red. They go to Rutgers tomorrow. And then, of course, number one and number five, Minnesota and Wisconsin, uh, come in next week to the Devaney Center. So a good start there, and let's see if the uh, Husker volleyball team can finish things out out at Penn State up two games to none. The UNK volleyball team is at home tonight as they are taking on Washburn, and they are able to 
win it in four tonight. Washburn, the 25th ranked team in the country, beat UNK in the first set 25-23, but then the Lopers win it 25-17, 13-11. They will host Emporia State tomorrow at three. Lopers soccer team playing Emporia State tonight as well. Again, 16-8, your score here. We are figuring up the uh, first-half stats. Let's take a look at the, the scoring drives so far in the football game. Our uh, scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. St. Paul took the ball and went right into the 25-mile-an-hour win to start this football game and ended up going three and out, punting it to the 50-yard line, and tied Calarose was able to grind up every single yard of that and take it in from 12 yards out. Then he had the two-point run to make it 8 to nothing with 8.19 to go in the first quarter. Then Calarose recovered a St. Paul fumble at the 45-yard line, which they were not able to do anything with. They eventually were stopped at the St. Paul 8-yard line. Then St. Paul makes a nice drive after Arcadia Loop City went for it on 4th and long at the 37-yard line. An incomplete pass gave St. Paul their best starting field position midway through the second quarter. They got it all the way down to the 8-yard line, and then a run to the 3 was called back because of a holding on the very next play. Calarose came away with an interception, and they marched 79 yards. That occurred with 2.45 to go in the quarter, and they were able to punch it in on Caden Kusick's first carry of the game. Calarose had run it 34 yards down to the 32 and then Kusick on the next play took it in untouched, really, until he got to the four and took it in from 32 yards out. Kusick added the two-point run, 117 to go in the half, 16 to nothing. But a nice run back on the kickoff set up a, a chance for St. Paul and two big pass completions from uh, Tanner Robleski into the hands of his wide receivers uh, or slot backs, I guess, your wing backs, Wyatt Plocky and Eli Larson. And then Clayton Smith was able to take it in from the two-yard line and Robleski hit Plocky on a two-point run uh, pass to make it 16-8 to with 39 seconds to go before half. And that is where we are at. We'll give you the overall stats right after this. Convenience isn't defined by how big your business is. It's defined by how convenient it is for you. Brems Healthmark Pharmacy is a hometown business that makes shopping easy. First, Healthmart pharmacists know there's nothing more important to you than your family's well-being. Healthmart pharmacies are locally owned pharmacies, and Brems provides the hometown services you want. From prescriptions to gifts to beauty and health aids, and now digital photo processing. Shop Brems Healthmart in downtown St. Paul. Healthmart, caring for you and about you. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Citizens Bank and Trust offers everything you need in banking to keep your life, farm, and business running financially sound. Best of luck, teams, from everyone at Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Member FDIC. All right, let's take a look now at the first half stats that we have here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and we will begin with the uh, St. Paul Wildcats. Parker Klingensmith, 12 carries, 47 yards and a touchdown. Tanner Robleski, 4 carries, 12 yards. Jackson Seward, 3 carries, 6 yards. Eli Larson, 1 carry, 7 yards. Wyatt Plocky, 2 carries, 2 yards. 22 rushing attempts for 74 yards. Through the air, Robleski has put it up nine times, completed three of them, one interception for 95 yards, each completion for 30 or more. So 95 through the air, 74 on the ground, 
And again, 74 yards of that came on their final drive, 169 yards of offense. I had nine first downs for St. Paul, four punts into the wind, an average of 28.5, with the wind at their back, an average of 47.5. Penalties, six in the first half on St. Paul for 55 yards. For Arcadia Loop City, uh, they had been relying on Ty Calarose for most of the first half. He had 10 carries in the first quarter. He had seven carries in the second quarter, 17 carries, 179 yards, and a touchdown. Caden Cusick, two carries, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Nolan Baker, two carries, one yard. McCray Moshka, two carries for two yards. So 23 rushing attempts here in the football game's first half, 219 yards for Arcadia Loop City. McCray Moshka has not had a whole lot of luck through the air. He has only completed one of his eight passes, no interceptions, no touchdowns, 16 yards through the air, 219 on the ground, 235 yards of total offense for the Rebels, resulting in 10 first downs. They also have six penalties in the football game for 40 yards, no turnovers for Arcadia Loop City compared to two for St. Paul, two punts for the Rebels for an average of 21 and a half yards. At the half, 16-8 in favor of Arcadia Loop City. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Classic Hits. The second half is next. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. And welcome back to high school football from St. Paul. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Rick Peters and all the fine folks here for their hospitality and, of course, to the many fine sponsors of tonight's high school football. Quite a bit going on next week. Of course, next week with Nebraska playing on Friday, there are more than normal Thursday games. So be listening for Thursday and Friday action. Tuesday here on Classic Hits, it is high school volleyball. We will be in Grand Island as Central Catholic takes on St. Paul, or excuse me, takes on Kearney Catholic. So we'll have that for you, and by that time, could be a uh, number one team after Grand Island Central Catholic beat previous number one, Lincoln Lutheran, this week. So we're ready to get the second half underway. St. Paul to boot it away, the wind at their back. 
Angle kick, and it is fielded at the 14 by Calarose. Right numbers 20, Danson 25, but good job there by St. Paul to kind of contain him to the 26-yard line. But again, Ty Calarose has been the story of the football game, and he's been the story for a lot of things here uh, for Arcadia Loop City the last couple of years. He's got the 179 yards rushing. He's got a touchdown. He's got a fumble recovery, and he's got an interception. So doing it on both sides of the ball. And Bob Jensen has made an appearance here at St. Paul. So that's how big. It's like everybody's here. What a great night for football. Wind's still howling pretty good into the face of this Arcadia Loop City offense that ran a lot of Wildcat early. They went back to conventional eye here lately. They'll turn. They'll hand it off. Kusick fights 30. Still on his feet. 35. Now bust to the outside. He's got some room. Stiff arm, but Larson, the freshman, will bring him down at the 43-yard line. Huge, hard run that time by Caden Kusick. And he is going to pick up 17 on the play, the very first carry of the third quarter of play. They've been paying, as we said, when he scored that touchdown, so much attention to everybody else. Kusik had just been in there blocking, blocking, blocking that time. They handed it to him. They're trying to get that St. Paul, get their eyes looking a little differently to help out Calarose, who you know is going to carry it the majority of the time here. McCray Moshka back under center. Slot right, wide left, one. Out of the eye, there's Calarose, left side. He breaks first contact, but then they stack him up at the 45-yard line, and he's always getting hit in the backfield, it seems like, but he's always breaking tackles. Gain of a couple, maybe three. We'll call it second down and seven for Ty Calarose. Again, 179 yards on 17 carries. That's 10 per pop in the first half. That's usually what Parker Klingensmith averages, but he's only averaging about four per carry tonight, 12 for 47. Second and seven, Rebels at their own 46-yard line. Moshka sets him down. Takes the long count, turns, hands it to the fullback, Kusik again. This time he breaks another tackle, and he's going to be able to get into Arcadia Loop City or St. Paul into St. Paul territory at the 48-yard line, just shy of the first down. Going to get about six on the play. It'll be third down and one. And on the tackle, Riley Ward tried to wrap him up, just kind of slid down him over there. But it's all about somebody staying home. Christian Ecker over there on that linebacker spot. Third and one for the Rebels. Can St. Paul make a stand here? Or will Arcadia Loop City continue this drive? Two minutes in to the third quarter. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper this time. And Moshka is going to find his way for more than a couple. He'll get to the 45, maybe the 44-yard line by the time they unpile him. And a gain of four for McRae and move the sticks here for the Rebels. First out and ten. Opening series of quarter number three. Doug Duda with you from St. Paul. A lot of other scores on this Friday night. Kearney has jumped out now 47-9 to over Fremont. Grand Island has taken a 13-6 lead over Omaha North. Everybody basically in the third quarter unless they're playing out in the panhandle. On first out and ten. Again, Moshka does a good job with the cadence. Turns, hands it to Calarose, and he got through. He's up to the 40-yard line, bounces off a man, 35, 30-25, and he's going to be brought down at the 22. There is another penalty flag on the play. If there's ever been such a thing as a run screen, that's what it looked like. It looked like the offensive line kind of let everybody through, and then he was so quick that he ran right by them all. But are we going to get another 
run negated by a hold. There cannot possibly be that many holdings. We had a ton of them in the first half, and there is another one. So the flag sets at the 37-yard line. Cal Rose will get credit for about seven yards on the carry. But then march off another 10-yard holding penalty. That is the seventh penalty of the ball game on Arcadia Loop City. That is the fourth hold that's been accepted. I know there was at least one that was declined. St. Paul has been called for holding once, but they've been called for illegal block, so it's basically the same thing, blocking in the back or holding. First down and 12 after the mark off. Ball at the St. Paul 47-yard line. Hard count again by Moshka. St. Paul stays home. They give it to Calarose. He's hitting the backfield, breaks the tackle again, and he's going to get inside the 45 to the 44. Again, it went from negative three to plus three. This kid is something else. And St. Paul's got to be getting frustrated. They're bringing the heat. They're making the contact. They just can't bring him down after first contact. Second down and nine. 16-8 in favor of Arcadia Loop City here on their home field. St. Paul is trying to turn things around. Gibbon has jumped out 34-0 as they start at the third quarter. Gibbon up 34-0 over Southern Valley. Back to pass, Moshka looking for a little screen over the middle, and it is complete inside the 35 to the 32-yard line as he's able to find Tucker Quinn this time, the first time they've targeted the tight end. And that is going to be very close to the first down. Where will they mark it? We got another flag. Sorry. Another flag. This is unbelievable. Another hold. And that's on a screen where you're trying to let guys through. They had Calaros go out for the screen, and then they just hit the turnaround, the, the button hook there to the tight end and wipe out the completed pass. Back-to-back holds on the Rebels, and they're now back in their own territory at their own 41. Somebody call flight control by the time they make the first down marker. They can do it, but it is second and forever. They're at their own 41. They need to get to the 35. So 24 yards at least to go here on second and 24. Moshka takes the snap. Fakes the handoff right, naked bootleg left. He's in trouble. He's got a lot of pressure. He's hit. The ball's fumbled, but it goes out of bounds. The freshman Eli Larson tracked him down. Thomas Marvitka also over there giving pressure. There was three guys that just busted right through there. I believe Riley Ward was the other one. And it is even worse right now. And another flag. This is a loss on the play of... Eight yards the first time that they have sacked him in the ball game. And then there's a penalty flag at the end of the play here. First sack of the game. Now they're going to call intentional grounding. I thought it was a fumble. I thought they hit him and the ball fumbled out. So they're going to call intentional grounding, and that's going to add another few yards on there and a loss of down. They had what appeared to be a first down inside the 30, wiped out by a hold, then another hold, then a sack, and an intentional grounding on top of that here for Arcadia Loop City. And that is a five-yard penalty. 
back to the 26-yard line. Don't see that much in high school football. So it'll be third down and about 34 to go after the loss of down. Let's see if they play it safe into the wind or take a chance downfield. Moshka plays it safe. Calarose trying to get to the right side. He usually goes left to the 30, out to the 35 before he's tripped off. Moss is there. And they'll get a gain of 10 on the play for Ty Calarose, which unofficially puts him over 200 yards on the night. But still, forever to go and punting into the wind will be the St. Paul Wildcats. This is still the opening, or the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. I keep saying the wrong team there. I apologize for that. But this is still the opening series of the second half. 16-8. Score has not changed. And back to punt it away is Larchik. He just tries to keep it away from the return man, Joe Moss. He's the only one back there. Good snap. The left-footed kicker. High kick that will be eaten up by the wind. And it just dies at the 43-yard line. So, 22 yards, no return, and St. Paul will have their best starting field position of the ball game. First and 10 at their own 43, and so momentum may be starting to shift. St. Paul fans feeling it here a little bit. And we have got a personal foul roughing the kicker. Oh, my. And there is some reaction from the St. Paul sideline. I did not see the roughing. And, of course, there's only one kind here in high school football. And they will mark off 15 yards here for roughing the kicker against St. Paul. And put the ball right there at midfield. And I believe that's an automatic first down. That is one of the stranger calls you ever see. They actually have to bring the first down and 10 chains back. What a huge, huge call. St. Paul had them right where they wanted. And a roughing the kicker penalty gives St. Paul the first down when they had fourth and about 30. First down and 10 at midfield for the Rebels. Turn and hand it off to Kusick. Kusick uses the stiff arm, but not this time. And here come more penalty flags. My goodness. The tackle is made by Hunter Koshin. They're ruining a very good football game here right now by throwing a flag on every single play. That is five straight plays with a flag. Personal foul face mask on St. Paul. So we just had... 25, 26 yards of penalties on the Rebels. Now we've just had 30 straight yards of penalties on St. Paul. After that play went nowhere. So another first down here for Arcadia Loop City. In a battle of top 10 teams, eight accepted penalties on St. Paul, nine accepted penalties on Arcadia Loop City. It remains 16 to 8, 6.57 to go here in the third quarter. One of the weirdest series I've ever seen right here. To tell you the truth, this series was down here at the 34-yard line a while ago. Then we had back-to-back holds, the sack, the intentional grounding, the punt, the roughing the kicker, now the face mask. First and 10 at the St. Paul 34. Kusick fumbled the football, and he got it back in his gut. Boy, it looked like it popped loose, and he just kind of ran right into the back of the defensive back there and grabbed it. 
They've been very sure-handed tonight. They dropped it a couple times. Well, they didn't even drop it. It was just short snaps when they were running the Wildcat. And a gain of maybe a yard there for Caden Cusick. He had the second touchdown from 32 yards out with a minute 17 to go in the second quarter for Arcadia Loop City. But they're going to have half of the quarter eaten up here all on offense. Second down and nine at the 33-yard line. Staying out of that conventional eye. They haven't run Wildcat for a long time. And a quarterback option pitch out here to Calarose. He slips. There was nowhere to go anywhere. Well covered out there by Clinton Smith. The tackle made by Carson Morgan. Also in the area was Christian Ecker. They've only run that a couple, three times. Worked once really nice for Calarose on a pitch. And a loss of a couple on the play here will make it third down and 11. So give credit to St. Paul's defense. Uh, After they called that timeout, after Calarose had made a couple of really big runs, they have really done a good job of not allowing the big run except to Kusick on the touchdown when they were all watching Calarose right before halftime. So third down and 11 at the 34 of St. Paul. Now they're back to that kind of screwy look, and they will give it on an inside handoff to Baker from the right wing. He's trying to get to the left corner. They string it out. They make the tackle. Might have got a yard. St. Paul's done a good job of staying home and doing their assignment football the way they should. That makes all the coaches happy. And so a gain of one on the play for Baker, and it'll be fourth down and 10 yards to go. But considering they are already at the St. Paul 33, they'll go for it. Moshka has not attempted a pass during this whole stretch. He was going to and then got sacked and they threw the intentional grounding. Well, they're lining up like they're going to pump the football this time. Let's see if they do it. Larchik with the 33, the line of scrimmage, kicking into the wind, and he will pooch it. And that's a nice one, and it's inside the five. And the Rebels, can they down it? I think they did. Great job down there to down it at the one-yard line. And St. Paul's got to go 99 yards. So after all of that, a beautiful play by Keaton Secretara to down the ball at the one. A 33-yard punt. That's actually the longest punt of the entire ball game for Larchek. Another big story is we're down to 428 to go in the third quarter. So Arcadia Loop City had the ball for 7 minutes and 32 seconds. Of course, the roughing the kicker gave him a fresh set of downs. And St. Paul now has to be sure-handed here with the football. First and ten out of the shotgun. Robleski wants to roll with the football. Now breaks a tackle to get out of the end zone. They were looking for a quick little pass. They had five men in the route. And he had to scramble just to get out of the end zone and picks up a couple out to the three. Second down and eight. Robleski's fifth carry unofficially of the football game. Still remains 16-8. to eight. Arcadia Loop City, 4-0. St. Paul, 3-1. And And St. Paul has it second down and eight at their own three. Robleski's going to stay out of that pistol, give it to his wingman, Larson. Larson breaks a tackle, bounces off one man, bounces off a second man, but he's really kind of going side to side. He got to about the eight-yard line, but a chance here to convert on third and about three yards to go. A four-yard run, a five-yard run for Eli Larson. They think highly of this freshman. He's done some good things tonight. He's done some good things throughout the season. Third and three, St. Paul at their own eight. 
trailing 16-8, 3.20 to go here in the third quarter. Trying to at least get a couple of first downs here so that they don't give Arcadia Loop City the ball back in great field position. Again, out of the empty backfield, shotgun, quick little swing out here, one-hand catch, can't hang on to it. Klingon Smith just tried to throw the little four-yard out to get the first down and needed a little more stick him on the glove that time as the ball falls incomplete. So with the wind at their back, St. Paul will send Jackson Seward into his own end zone to punt the football away. When he had the wind at his back in the second quarter, he had a 43 and a 52-yard punt. Calarose, they're saying, back up, back up, get back farther. Don't let it go over your head like last time where he had to catch it over his shoulder. So he's going to back up about seven yards, stand at his own 42-yard line. Seward, good snap. Gets the kick away, high kick, and this one is going to be eaten by the wind and help him out, and it's going to go into Arcadia Loop City territory and bounce out of bounds at around the 42-yard line. That's another 52-yard punt by Jackson Seward. They like punting with the wind behind them a whole lot more than into it, and that's probably the last time St. Paul's going to have the wind tonight. They had it one possession, couldn't get a first down. Arcadia Loop City back out of the offense, 2.55 to go here in quarter number three, leading at 16-8. to eight. And we'd really like to at least get a first down here to make sure that St. Paul doesn't get the ball back until the fourth quarter. Line up in that Wildcat formation again now with two blocking backs ahead of Ty Calarose. He'll take the snap and off to the left he goes, looking for a hole, has a hole to the 45 and pushes the pile forward all the way out to the 49-yard line. That's going to be a gain of... Eight on the play for Calarose. Give some credit up there as well tonight to Ethan Gock when they've run that Wildcat. They put Kusick and Gock in there. Sometimes they'll have Mashka back there. But Gock was in on that one running lead block. Second and a long two. Ball at their own 49-yard line. Holding on to a 16-8 lead here. Last year, a little higher scoring game, 37-24. St. Paul got the better of Arcadia Loop City on the road. They better snap the ball here. Five-second count is on. Long count. Take the snap. Goes to Calarose in the wild cat, and this time he's dropped behind the line of scrimmage. St. Paul send the blitz, and they'll get the tackle with Hunter Koshin. Also on the bottom of that pile is Marvica. And we've got a player late to get up. That's Calarose. He got bent over down there, and he's trying to shake it off. He's going to have to come out of the game for one play, but they just didn't unstack him real good, and we have to hope that that is not an injury to Calarose. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. So after a loss on the play, it is third down and a three yards to go at their own 48-yard line. And they will bring Moshka back in under center, and they want a quarterback sneak him, and he is not going to have enough. It'll be fourth down and short as they moved Gock in at the running back for Calarose. A gain of two. It'll be fourth down and one. Do they have the wherewithal to call the same play and go for it again? And we're going to find out after a measurement here for Arcadia Loop City. So that's really kind of a free timeout here. They can discuss what they want to do and bring the chains out just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. 
Again, warm and windy night here in mid-September, week five of the high school football season. They're about a football or half yard short of the first down. Our field condition report is brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success. Beautiful field here at St. Paul. Manicured well. Looks good. No dead spots. Of course, weather's been pretty good. And they're going to go for it. They punted at the 33. They're going for it at the 49. Fourth and one. Give it to the fullback. They lined up Calarose. They stopped him, and then they tried to push him forward, and that's going to be good enough to do it. Calarose got stood up off of his right tackle, and his teammates behind him knew what to do. They just shoved him forward over the pile, and it's enough for the first down. Calarose will gain two. Unofficially, 208 yards rushing the football tonight for the leading running back in C2. Under a minute to go now in the third quarter, 16-8. to eight. In favor of Arcadia Loop City. And the Rebels will indeed, it looks like, be able to get into the fourth quarter here with the football and have the wind at their back, making it even tougher on St. Paul. First down and 10, back to the I formation. Calero's back in there, pitch play right side, tries to follow his blockers, but nowhere to go. Clayton Smith is in there on the tackle after a gain of about a half a yard. It'll be second down and nine for Arcadia Loop City. After tonight, it will be St. Paul traveling to Centennial and then uh, going to Centura for their annual rivalry game. As you heard in the pregame, really a tough stretch. And for Arcadia Loop City, they get Centura next week. And that'll be the final play of the third quarter. There was no scoring, and St. Paul only touched the ball once. And at the end of three in this big C2 top 10 district battle, it's Arcadia Loop City 16 and St. Paul 8 on Classic Hits, KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Attention, TM Sporting Goods Retail Location in downtown Kearney is closing its doors, giving you the opportunity to get some door-busting specials on select in-stock merchandise. Everything will be sold. Get to TM Sporting Goods now for the best selection before it's gone. Prices reduced. TM Sporting Goods Retail Store is closing on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods is a division of protein design. Well, it's a ball game score-wise that a lot of people expected. Low scoring, hard-fought, competitive football game. Maybe a little unique on how we have got 16-8 or even stayed at 16 to 8, but that is where we are at as the fourth quarter begins. Second down and 10, Arcadia Loop City at the St. Paul 47 yard line. Out of that Wildcat again, Calarose right side gets into the secondary, jumps over a man to the 40, and they'll spot him down right there. His knee hit at the 40 yard line, a gain of seven, 216 yards rushing for Ty Calarose, and one of the two touchdowns, Caden Kusick, six carries. And 61 yards and a touchdown. Only one completed pass in the game today, and that was to Baker, the class's leading receiver. But 
He may not be the leading receiver after tonight, only 16 yards. And for the first time all year, they've run the Wildcat. Went back to it here on this drive. Calarose trying to get the first down. Extra effort will get it for him. St. Paul's doing a better job of plugging those holes up, but Calarose is just impossible to bring down on first contact. He's going to get a gain to three. And the 15th first down here for Arcadia Loop City. Again, St. Paul's got to get a touchdown on a two-point conversion. And you kind of get the feeling if Arcadia Loop City can get any more points, that's going to be good enough to take care of this football game. St. Paul hit two big pass plays in the last minute of the first half to get on the board. Eventually, Klingensmith took it in from two. Again, they're just going to stay out of this wildcat. They snap it directly to the quarterback, Moshka, but we had movement on Arcadia Loop City. That will be their 10th penalty of the football game for 70 yards, eight penalties for 85 yards on St. Paul. They had two huge ones, and you know what? In the end, it didn't end up hurting them. It hurt them significantly in field position, but uh, Arcadia Loop City had a third and about 34, and they had about a fourth and 25, and St. Paul was called for roughing the kicker. And the next play, a face mask, but Arcadia Loop City could not score. First down and 15, the 41-yard line. There's Calarose hitting the backfield, spins off of it, gets to the right side, spins off of another one, and he doesn't get much, but he's so good. Clayton Smith has to come all the way over from the safety position to drop him at the 39-yard line after a gain of two. Don't forget, when the ball game's over, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have all the final stats for you and then send you on to the Rival and Ruts Friday night scoreboard show. Taking a look at that scoreboard, brought to you by the Simonson Agency, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney. Kearney leads Fremont 55-14, and in the fourth, Grand Island leads Omaha North 20-6. In Class B, Scotts Bluff leads Northwest in the third, 20-13. Seward really giving it to Hastings tonight, 35-0 in the fourth. Aurora leading Garing 57-0 in the fourth. How about this one? York 20, McCook 7 in the fourth quarter of play. And we've got a timeout on the field with 9.53 to go here in the ball game. It is 16-8, Arcadia Loop City leading St. Paul. Attention, TM Sporting Goods Retail Location in downtown Kearney is closing its doors, giving you the opportunity to get some door-busting specials on select in-stock merchandise. Everything will be sold. Get to TM Sporting Goods now for the best selection before it's gone. Prices reduced. TM Sporting Goods Retail Store is closing on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney. TM Sporting Goods is a division of protein design. Farmers and ranchers are gearing up to get their crops out of the field, and sometimes they have to take the main roads to get there. You've probably gotten stuck behind one of those slow-moving orange triangles a time or two. Well, this fall, the Buffalo County Farm Bureau would like to remind everyone to slow down, be careful, and drive safely. These men and women are planting food for our tables. So next time you get stuck behind a farmer on the way to the field, just give him or her a wave. It's just food in progress. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture culture and we are back to high school football on kkpr and platriverpreps.com second down and 13 for arcadia loop city at the 39 yard line drop back to pass looking as moshka has time throws down the middle and there's nobody home 
He was looking for Caden Kusick, but Klingensmith was actually out in front of it, and the ball sails. And again, Mashka, no luck through the air here today. One, that's his first pass attempt of the second half. One of nine for 16 yards, and as we said, they can throw the ball on the season, 38-60 for 657 yards and six touchdowns. So it'll be third down now and long for the Rebels. Can they get enough to go forward on fourth or get a big play altogether here? Back to the I formation with Kusick and Calarose. They'll give it to Calarose right side. Big hole right side. He's got the 35-30. He's got the first down and more. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Arcadia Loop City. Oh, they're going to say he stepped out of bounds. The official from 25 yards away said, yep, he stepped out right there. Still a big run. First down and goal for Arcadia Loop City. Tied Calarose. Big, big run from the 39. They're going to mark him at about the one. So a 38-yard carry. Look out. The kid might get 300 tonight. 9.39 to go in the game. A yard away from a two-touchdown lead. McCray Mashka comes up under center. Power eye formation. He'll take it. He fumbled the snap. The ball's on the ground, but I believe Calarose covered it. It went backwards, and that is the danger of that quarterback sneak. You try to go too quick, and the ball is covered by Arcadia Loop City. And we've got a man down on the play trying to dive on it there for St. Paul. Might have been a little helmet to helmet or helmet to knee. And getting up slowly is Hunter Koshin. Don't want to lose that big man. And so they did lose a yard on the play. Back to the two-yard line on the quarterback drop there by Moshka. And our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with a location near you as they take a look at Hunter Koshin. Let's just keep it here right now and remind you that there's 9.32 to go in the ball game. It's currently 16-8 to in favor of Arcadia Loop City, and they're two yards away from uh, taking a two-touchdown lead. In D2, Blue Hill 57, Axtell 30 in the fourth quarter. Friend beat Exeter Milligan 48 to nothing. BDS over Pawnee City 74 to nothing. Giltner leads Lawrence Nelson in a top 10 battle 28 to 20 in the third quarter of play. Moving on to what we have seen in uh, eight-man action in D1. Palmer beat High Plains 59 to 10. Superior over Franklin 56 to 15 in D1 in the fourth quarter. Overton 33, Amherst 6. In the third quarter, Cambridge led Bertrand 32-24 and Kennesaw led Thayer Central 42-12. Looking for an update on the Elm Creek, Ravenna, and Medicine Valley Alma game. If you have that, text us or give us a call, 646-0506, Now taking a look at the C2 action. Final, Sutton over Shelby Rising City, 44 to nothing in the fourth quarter. Central City all over Centura, 50-6. And it is Hastings-St. Cecilia, 21-16 over Wood River. That was 21-0. And also uh, some scores from earlier. Uh, looking for an update on Donovan Trumbull, Sandy Creek. Donovan Trumbull was up. Kearney Catholic has finally taken the lead from Kozad, but it's 20-14 in the fourth quarter on ESPN, 1460. 
Also, Adams Central and Ord, 14-14 in the fourth on 12-30. KHAS, Shatteron leads Gothenburg 22-7. Broken Bow over Minden 51-0. In the third quarter, Fairbury led Lincoln Christian by a score of 48-0. In Class B, Seward beats Hastings 35-0. In the fourth, York leads McCook 20-7. Aurora over Caring 57-0. In the third, Scotts Bluff leads Northwest 27-20. Kearney beats Fremont 61-16. And Grand Island leads Omaha North in the fourth quarter by a score of 20-13. And this does not look good as they are helping Hunter Koshin off the field here. A couple of his teammates bringing him to the sideline. And that's a big man coming out of the ball game. But we are ready to go here. Second and goal at the two for the Rebels. And you got to believe Calderose is going to get it. Nope, Moshka quarterback sneak again. This time he has it cleanly. He follows his center into the end zone. Touchdown, Arcadia Loop City, as Jacob Jarabic and his right guard, Peyton Lambrick, plowed over their defensive lineman and allowed Moshka to get in for the two-yard touchdown. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. 9-18 to go in the football game, and it is 22-8 in favor of of Arcadia Loop City, and they have had no problem getting their two two-point conversions in. St. Paul would love to knock one down here to give themselves a chance so the pressure isn't on to score 16 to tie the game. They'll go pistol this time with Mashka. Calarose, the only back in the backfield. Trips to the right, Baker to the left. They give it to Calarose, and he didn't get in. He didn't get in that time. Blasting through the line was Christian Ecker. And helping to finish things off there at the goal line is a teammate, Riley Ward. So the two-point run is no good. But 9-6, 6 to go. It is 22-8 in favor of Arcadia Loop City. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And we're ready to get the kickoff in the air here for Arcadia Loop City, now leading it by 14. And again, this one will be returned. Oh, it hit the ground and skipped through Klingon Smith. It's been good kicks all night long from uh, Jared Larchick, the sophomore, uh, with that left-footed boot. He's done a good job of pounding him through there. And so we have 9-16 remaining here in the uh, football game. And St. Paul's got some work to do. 22-8. St. Paul down by 14. And this is only the second time they have possessed the ball in the second half. Arcadia Loop City dominating the time of possession. Quarterback Tanner Robleski. 
He's going to be in the shotgun now. They go with a totally different look. They are out of the double wing. Robleski rolls right, looking for a short pass. Hits his wing back, and Eli Larson, who's able to get out of bounds across the 30 and get the first down. These are the important plays. Larson not only gets the first down, but gets out of bounds to stop the clock after a gain of 12 on the pass play from Robleski. That's the first completed pass by either team here in the second half. Robleski is now 4 out of 11 for 107 yards. That was the shortest completion so far of the ball game. This time they will send Plocky in motion from right to left, giving him twins there. And a quarterback draw, wants to run. He just headed to the sidelines, didn't maybe get as much as he could have. He wanted to make sure that he got out of bounds after a short game. Robleski didn't like the player. It wasn't run properly. It was almost a broken play. Couldn't find anybody and sprinted for the sideline. They'll give him a generous three on the play. And it'll be second down and seven yards to go. 22-8. to 9.04 to go in the ball game. Arcadia Loop City with the lead here on Classic Hits. They're going to send everybody out. Trips to the left, twins to the right. One of those is Klingon Smith. They give it to him on the jet sweep, trying to get all the way to the corner, and he is grabbed from behind and drugged down after about a four-yard gain. And, uh uh-oh, we got another guy down here for St. Paul. Right at the point of the block, and maybe it's just a cramp. That's kind of what they're doing right there. Joe Moss, I believe it is, is over there with the cramp. It's going to be third down and two, so a gain of five to play that time for Parker Klingensmith. How few times have they had the ball? That's the first time Klingensmith has run it in the second half. So got a little cramp over there, it looks like. Our injury report brought to you by the fine folks at Family Physical Therapy with a location near you. 8.54 to go in our football game. Arcadia Loop City 22 and St. Paul 8. Daniel the deer danced everywhere. He pranced through fields and jigged through rivers. Then he saw it. What a stage. A place no deer had dared dance before. The hood of a brand new car. Hey, my car. And the car was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Deer Dance Floor, December 1st, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 this bum, is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. And Moss is able to get over to the sideline on his own power. It'll be third down and two now for St. Paul. They will continue to put Robleski in the pistol, but he's got Clay and Smith behind him. Send Larson in motion. He'll stop to the right side. They're going to put a little short pass to him. Nope, they're going to go deeper. It's picked off. Right in between the two receivers. It's picked off at the 45-yard line by Tucker Quinn. The third turnover of the ball game for St. Paul compared to none for Arcadia Loop City. And I'm not sure if he was trying to get it to Plocky or to Larson. He just really threw it right in between them. And it will be Arcadia Loop City ball at the St. Paul 45-yard line. So two of the three have come in St. Paul territory. Calero's had the other ones, an interception and the fumble recovery. Second pick for Robleski tonight. And now all the Rebels have to do is take care of the football and not run out of bounds. Fullback is Caden Kusick. back is Ty Calero's. Slot right, lone receiver is... The main man, Baker, to the left. They'll hand it off to Calderose. Tries to stay on the numbers at the 40, and they'll pull him down, and they pull him down out of bounds right at the first down marker at the 35-yard line. Riley Wolf 
Logan Vogel over there. It'll be second down and one. 268 unofficially for Ty Calarose tonight. And he's 36 yards away, so if they just hand it to him and they get in again, he's going to get to 300 tonight. And what a a night that would be against a very decent St. Paul defense. So Arcadia Loop City, they've had two fairly close games and two blowouts. And they're learning what to do to manage time here like they did on opening night against North Platte St. Pat's. Quarterback Sneak Moshka took as much time as he could, then takes a quick snap and pushes it up for the first down. Just needed one, and he got five. Another first down for Arcadia Loop City, and this one should be all over, but the shouting with eight and a half to go in the ball game. Gox's going to come in, and Caden Kusick is going to check out. Arcadia Loop City trying to get to five and O. Oh. St. Paul dropped to three and two. Not where they want to be, but again, you're not going to want to draw these guys, I don't think, at the end of the year. The Central City game will be big. They don't want to trip up in the rivalry game against Centura, who is struggling mightily offensively right now without a, a true quarterback. Moshka sets him down, first out and 10 at the 31 of St. Paul. Going to hand it off to Gock. His first carry of the night goes nowhere. St. Paul was anticipating that. And off the bottom of the pile that time, some of the same guys we've been calling, Christian Ecker, Thomas Marvica. Vogel was over there as well. No gain on the play for Gock. The fifth different player to run the football. When we're all done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show with all the final stats for you. Still seven and a half to go. St. Paul needs to make a stop here. They wouldn't be completely out of time if they can... Force a stop, second down and 10. Staying out of that basic eye. Turn, give it to their man. And off the right side, there he goes. Ty Calarose, 25-20, cuts back 15, inside the 10 to the 5, and he's tripped up at the 2. Ty Calarose at 29 more. 2, 90, 7. Man, oh, man. And they're at the one and a half. Ty Calarose. I don't think they tackled him behind the line of scrimmage all night long, and they probably hit him behind the line of scrimmage 10 out of the 30 carries at least. Great second effort. Really haven't seen a lot of backs that can do what he's doing here tonight. First and goal at the two. They'll give it to him, and why not? Touchdown, Rebels. Ty Calarose. They can go look at the tape and find him an extra yard because I've got him at 299 and his second touchdown of the night. 6.51 to go in the ball. Gave it Arcadia Loop City has now put it away, 28-8, to taking advantage of the third turnover of the night for St. Paul and driving 45 yards for our five-points bank touchdown. Five-points bank, the better bank in Kearney. Arcadia Loop City running in the play. Kind of one of those where if you ever were going to attempt an extra point, this is where you would do it, but they're a two-point team. Takes a little extra time to get the right personnel in there. They'll send Baker out to the right side. Play clock at 3, 2, 1. They get the snap off. Pitch play, they give it to Kusick. Kusick gets in for the two-point conversion, and it makes it 30-8 to eight in favor of Arcadia Loop City. 
16-8 at the half. No scoring in the third quarter. Back-to-back scores here for Arcadia Loop City. 6.51 to go in the ball game. Off the two-yard touchdown run from Ty Calderose, his second of the night. The Rebels 30, the Wildcats 8. There's a lot of talk and worry about insurances these days. And a question like, is my doctor in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield is far too common. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery wants to let you know that we are and will continue to be in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, along with many other insurances. With items like on-site x-ray, MRI, and casting and bracing, New West has what it takes to take care of you. Call New West Sports Medicine to schedule your appointment today. No referral necessary. It's never too late for Enzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Enzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Enzone's wide application window, you can even add Enzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Enzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Enzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. And Larchek has it on the tee again here for the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City. Wind still blowing pretty good, about 18 to 20. Larchek approaches a little more of a low line drive kick that's picked up at the 11-yard line. On the left numbers, it's Joe Moss coming all the way to the right return. 20-25, gets to the 30, and that's where he'll be pushed out of bounds. And just as I was going to say, it had been a long time since we'd seen some laundry on the field. There's laundry on the field away from the play. And you have to assume we're going to see another block in the back on St. Paul. Holding on the return on the Wildcats, their ninth penalty for 95 yards, 10 penalties for 70 yards on Arcadia Loop City. And we've had a couple declined uh, tonight as well. So the officials have had their work uh, given to them in a big way today. Don't forget a doubleheader of college football tomorrow on ESPN 1460 and 1550. It will begin at 2.30 with TCU and Oklahoma State, two top 20 teams. And then tomorrow night, Penn State and Iowa will get after it. Here it's first down and 10. We've got some new players in and a new quarterback. Pitch play to the right side, Larson. The new quarterback in for St. Paul is Tanner Maddox, 5'9", sophomore. Larson's going to pick up a couple of yards on the play. But again, out of bounds, stopping the clock. And it looks like maybe that's about the only new guy in there. So let's check the sidelines here. Robleski, we saw, told you, coming into the game, had had some ankle problems. And maybe uh, they're just going to give him a rest as he's just standing over here, not looking at treatment. Throwing the ball out of the backfield. And Larson, did he make the catch? Yes, he did. Stayed inbounds at the 39-yard line. That's a gain of 17. Well-thrown ball there by Tanner Maddox. And a first down here for St. Paul. Tanner Maddox on the season, throwing the ball 6 out of 13 so far this year. Figure most of that might have just been in mop-up duty. But they bring him in here and... It's a first down pass. This time it's going to be a pitch play to the wingback Wyatt Plocky from right to left. Slips one tackle, but then is brought down at the 42-yard line by Caden Kusick. A gain of four on the play. Brings up second down and six. 
6-10 and counting. 30-8, Arcadia Loop City. Back-to-back touchdowns here in the fourth quarter to blow this one open. St. Paul will keep Tanner Maddox in there at the quarterback position. Put the wing back in motion from right to left. Fake the pitch, rolling right. Maddox rolling, rolling. He wants Klingen Smith, and he's going to end up getting sacked. Boy, good job just to hold on to the football. He could feel the heat. He could feel the heat. He could feel the heat. And finally, Tyson Trotter got over there and dropped him back at the 34-yard line. A loss on the play of about 10, maybe 9. It's going to bring up third down and 15. So he wanted to find his running back, Klingon Smith, and hung on to it just a touch too long. It'll bring up third down and long. Second sack of the night for the Arcadia Loop City defense. And this time a little screen out to the left wing is complete into the hands of Wyatt Plocky. Makes a man miss. 40, 45, 46. Not enough for the first down. Big chunk of yards before Nolan Baker can bring him down. It's going to be fourth down at about three. That's a 12-yard gain. And St. Paul doesn't have anything to lose, so I'm sure they're going to go for it here with under five minutes to go. Hustle the play out there. And they just want to get one more on the board, and it starts with getting a first down here. Got both your wingbacks, Wyatt Plocky and Eli Larson in there. Klingon Smith about three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Send him in motion. Give it to Klingon Smith. He wants to run it off the right side. Finds a little bit of a seam. Should have enough, but it's going to be close. All depends on the mark here. The official from the St. Paul sideline is going to run in and mark it just short of midfield, and they're going to say we don't even have to measure it. That's good enough for a first down for Parker Klingon Smith. He'll pick up four. They needed three and move the chains. First down and ten here for the Wildcats at their own 49-yard line. 4.32 to go in the game. Arcadia Loop City 30 and St. Paul 8. Tanner Maddox hustles back out there, calls the play, and we're off and running. In the backfield this time is Jackson Seward. Might look for a screen pass to him or a short little dump off to Seward. That's what they like to use him for. But he's in to block, throw down the middle, and it is tipped and almost picked off. Boy, that looked like that was a really good pass down there to Joe Moss, and Ethan Gock just about tipped it to himself, barely got a fingertip on it, and the ball popped up into the air, and his momentum couldn't get stopped in time to come back and get it. And the first incomplete pass for Tanner Maddox. Second down and 10. Ball just short of midfield. Again, we've got high school sports Tuesday. Kearney Catholic at Grand Island Central Catholic Volleyball getting underway at around 7. And it looks like Arcadia Loop City has jumped off sides here for their 11th penalty of the football game. Maybe take a look at some other scores that are going on right now on our Simonson Agency scoreboard. We've got you covered here. They've got you covered when it comes to Farmers Insurance, Home, Life, and Auto. See them in the strip mall just west of the Apple Market. Carney a winner over Fremont tonight, and Omaha North has come back to take a 26-20 lead over Grand Island. I don't think Grand Island wants to play North anymore. That just keeps happening. Fake the handoff, throw down the middle of the field, into coverage, and the ball is tipped and almost intercepted again. It was right in the belly of Nolan Baker from Tanner Maddox, who was under some pressure that time. Carney Catholic now has put a little insurance touchdown on the board. They lead Kozad 26-14. Ord leads Adam Central 21-14, both in the fourth. You can hear the 
Carney Catholic Cozad game on ESPN 1460. Ward Adams Central on 1230 KHAS. Third down and about six to go. Maddox rolling right, still rolling. Throws underneath, and it's short of the intended receiver, Carson Morgan, who was not open. And that'll bring up another fourth down try here for St. Paul. 3.43 remaining in the game, 30-8 to eight in favor of Arcadia Loop City. The Rebels are going to go to 5-0 and oh on the season. Omaha North, an 84-yard drive in the final two minutes to take the lead. On fourth down and six here for St. Paul. Maddox rolls to his right again, looking under pressure, tries to avoid the sack. And he gets out of one, gets out of two, but the third man able to put him down. Team sack finally registered there by Tucker Quinn. And that's going to hurt the old yardage production. That's about a 14-yard sack. He wasn't still running backwards, running backwards, running backwards, but he broke the first one. Then the second guy drug him back even farther, and then when he whipped him out, he was another six yards back, and that's when he was finally put down by Tucker Quinn. So 3.26 remaining. This ball game is in the bank for Arcadia Loop City. Tough one here for St. Paul. They battled hard until the fourth quarter, 16-8, to till we got to the fourth quarter, but just minus three of the turnovers didn't help the Cats, and Arcadia Loop City played pretty solid football today. Ty Calarose, they're going to keep him in there, I think, for one carry. And he stiff arms and gets the yardage that he needs, 35-30 into the secondary, 25-20. And finally holding on is Vogel to bring him down at the 15, the 14, and he's over 300 yards tonight. From the 39, they'll mark him at the 15, a 24-yard carry. I've got tied for 323 yards and two touchdowns tonight for the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. And, it's almost like they know it over there. They are really making noise, and out he comes. And why not? As I said earlier in the game, great crowd here tonight for both of the schools, both of the communities. First and ten, and now probably just try to see Arcadia Loop City hand it off and get out of here. They're not going to necessarily try to score. They give it to Kusick, and he is going to get back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. Second down. Can they whittle off the last 250? Probably not without scoring because they only have one first down and then they would find the goal line. So second down and 10 at the 15-yard line. St. Paul not going to use their timeouts. No need to here. This game, as we said, no longer in doubt. New West Post Game Show is coming up. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school athletics. Looking forward to... What should be some great football next week, including, how about this one, Kearney Catholic at Mitchell. That's a little ways out there. Where's Mitchell? It's between Morrill and Scott's Bluff. Back to pass. Arcadia Loop City. Moshka wants to throw, and it is complete, and Tucker Quinn pays the price. Good stick that time by Tanner Robleski at the five. Not sure that's going to set well with the Wildcat fans. It's going to be third down and one, a gain of nine. That's only the second completed pass of the ball game for Moshka. And maybe if they can just get the first down, they can kneel it out. Maybe that's part of the strategy here as well. But what a game by Arcadia Loop City. They came out. They ran that Wildcat. St. Paul wasn't expecting the Wildcat to be run at the Wildcats' home. 
And uh, then they switched up a little bit later on in the ball game, but uh, they've been able to run, run, run tonight. Third and one at the five. They'll hand it off to Gock. He jumps over the pile and has the first down to the three-yard line. Gain a three that time for Ethan. Just his second carry of the football game. Unofficially the 20th first down of the contest. Moshka runs over to the sideline, and we'll see what Arcadia Loop City wants to do. Do they lay on it, or do they hand it off to one of the kids that doesn't get to carry the ball very much? First and goal at the three. Looks like they are going to run a play because they send out wide to the right, Keaton Secutera. Gok is the fullback. Kusick is the eyeback. He already has one touchdown tonight. Moshka, long count, turns, hands it off. Kusick trying to get into the end zone, but nowhere to go over the right side. He's going to be smothered at the line of scrimmage. Larson is in there from his linebacker position. Ecker is in there as well. Christian's got a ton of tackles in the football game tonight. Again, both teams play Centura in the next couple of years, or a couple of weeks, excuse me. Next week, Arcadia Loop City hosts Centura. St. Paul will be at Centennial and then at Centura. And time for one more play in this game. Arcadia Loop City letting the clock run down here for the final play of the game. 30-8, to 20 seconds to go. Moshka comes up. And they throw the delay game flag. Moving back five yards. Stop the clock with 16 seconds to go. Again, always great to come over to St. Paul. Best of luck to uh, both of these schools' volleyball teams that are playing pretty good at this point in the season. St. Paul looking to pick up some more victories. And now, because of the penalty, Arcadia Loop City doesn't even have to run another play. That's what the coach is saying, just... Don't snap the football, and let's get out of here as the final five seconds run off, and Arcadia Loop City's Rebels are 5-0 on the road, handling St. Paul 30-8. The Cats drop to 3-2 on the season. Fine football game tonight between the C2 Tap 10 Powers. We'll take a look at the final stats and wrap things up when we come back on Classic Hits. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. The sinister cries haunted Mary through the night. Dawn neared and still the voice tormented her. She ran towards the safety of her car, flung open the door, and a coyote had somehow gotten locked inside. But the damaged interior was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Coyote Carpool, August 1st, 2015. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. This is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Staying out of that basic eye. Turn, give it to their man. And off the right side, there he goes. Ty Calarose, 25-20, cuts back 15, inside the 10 to the 5, and he's tripped up at the 2. Ty Calarose add 29 more. And that got him over 300 yards, unofficially 323 yards tonight for Calarose. want to remind you that you will also have photos up of tonight's football game. Uh, go to PlatteRiverPreps.com, like us on Facebook, and uh, you'll see uh, photos that you can use, download, use what you want. Got some great ones. Uh, our man takes uh, some outstanding stuff from down on the field. Get a lot of compliments on that, so uh, we hope you can enjoy that as well. Right now, it's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. 30-8, to eight, the final score in favor of the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. A couple other scores of note just finishing. Omaha North goes on a late 84-yard drive to beat Grand Island. 26-20. Kearney Catholic looks like they're going to beat Kozad after being down in the second half. It's 26-14. And Adams Central trails Ord 21-20. Not sure if they missed the extra point or if they went for two and didn't get it. Shadron beat Gothenburg uh, 30-7. Uh, Aurora a winner and York a winner in the big game in B tonight as they go to McCook and win by a score of 20-7. St. Cecilia holds off Wood River 21-16. Given beat Southern Valley 41 to 6. Big win for Donovan Trumbull and Central City tonight. Donovan Trumbull over Sandy Creek. Central City uh, beat Centura. Overton a winner over Amherst. Uh, at last check, Kennesaw was beating Thayer Central 42 to 12. And uh, elsewhere, Giltner now behind. Lawrence Nelson has rallied from two back, two touchdowns back, 36 28 over Giltner in the fourth quarter. In the big six man game tonight, Harvard beat Deschler. 32 to 20. We'll give you the final stats on the new West post game show right after this. Roger Morse is your local Golden Harvest seed dealer serving St. Paul and surrounding areas. Roger is a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Good luck to everyone tonight. When you're looking for a good, honest seed dealer, Roger Morse is the name you need to know. Golden Harvest brand offers some of the highest yielding corn hybrids of any seed in this area, and they're protected by the most advanced tray technology in the industry. See Roger Morse today for your Golden Harvest seed in St. Paul. Life is hectic. Schedules are full. Hi, this is Chris Kasky with Home Federal Bank. We've got the tools to make your life easier with convenient online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Fast, secure, and free. Giving you peace of mind and one less thing to worry about in your busy schedule. We're here for you today. We'll be here tomorrow. And we'll do it together. Build your future at home. Home Federal Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Let's take a look now at the final stats of the ball game that I had for the St. Paul Wildcats. Parker Klingensmith, 14 carries, 56 yards, the only touchdown of the night for the Wildcats. Eli Larson, 3 carries, 14 yards. Wyatt Plocky, 3 carries, 6 yards. Jackson Seward, 3 carries, 6 yards. Starting quarterback Tanner Robleski, 6 carries, 17 yards. And then you had Tanner Maddox 
on the last series. He got sacked twice for negative 23, so that kind of hurts the overall production here. 31 carries, 76 yards on the ground. Through the air, Robleski was 3 of 9, a pick for 95 yards in the first half, 1 of 3, a pick for 12 yards in the second half, and then Tanner Maddox was 2 of 5 for 29 yards. So overall, 5 out of 17 Two interceptions, no touchdowns, 136 yards through the air, 76 on the ground, 212 yards of offense for St. Paul, generating 12 first downs. They had to punt the ball five times tonight with the win behind the back of Seward. He averaged about 48 yards on those three punts into the win of the first quarter, two punts for an average of 28 and a half. Three turnovers, a fumble, and two interceptions really hurt St. Paul tonight because Arcadia Loop City didn't have any. And both teams had a ton of penalties in this football game tonight. Be interested to see what they say about that after watching the film. Nine penalties for 95 yards on St. Paul. We'll come back and look at the numbers for the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City after this. Go forth, save, and prosper. That message is brought to you by Citizens Bank, recognizing the importance of savings no matter what your goal is. Citizens Bank has a savings option that is right for you. Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City is a proud supporter of all the area high school athletes. Citizens Bank and Trust offers everything you need in banking to keep your life, farm, and business running financially sound. Best of luck, teams, from everyone at Citizens Bank and Trust in Loop City, St. Paul, and Central City. Member FDIC. Cornhusker Honda presents a reality check. You don't have to shop all over to find your new Honda. Just head to Cornhusker Honda in Grand Island. You'll find great savings right now at America's most reliable cars and trucks. Plus, financing as low as 0.9% for up to 60 months with your good credit. That's savings for the long haul. The reality is the right choice is right here. Cornhusker Honda, just off North Highway 281 in Grand Island. Now the final stats that I had for Arcadia Loop City tonight, led by Ty Calarose, 34 carries, 323 yards, two touchdowns, and defensively he had a fumble recovery and an interception. Caden Kusick, eight carries, 62 yards in the football game, and he had a touchdown uh, as well. Uh, great job by him. And then you had uh, McCray Moshka, eight carries, six yards, and a touchdown. Nolan Baker, three carries, two yards. Ethan Gock, two carries, for three yards. 55 rushing attempts, 396 yards unofficially on the ground for Arcadia Loop City. Moshka not as effective as he usually is through the air. He was one of eight in the first half for 16 yards, one of two in the second half for nine yards. So two out of 10, no picks, no touchdowns, 25 yards through the air, 396 on the ground, 421 yards of total offense. Good enough for 20 first downs for the Rebels. They punted the ball four times for an average of about 25 yards. 12 penalties for 80 yards in the contest for Arcadia Loop City. Time now for our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. It started with St. Paul going into that 25-mile-an-hour wind, three and out. They putted the ball, but it only made it to the 50-yard line, and Ty Calarose carried the rock almost every play and completed the 50-yard drive with a 12-yard touchdown run. He ran in the two-point conversion, 8-19 to go in the first quarter. It's 8-0 in favor of the Rebels, and that's how it stayed until the 117 mark of the second quarter. In between, Calarose had that fumble recovery and interception, and they were stopped twice 
deep in uh, St. Paul territory, including once at the eight-yard line. Caden Kusick, though, was able to complete a 79-yard drive after the Calaros interception, and the 32-yard run made it 14 to nothing. He added the two-point conversion to make it 16 to nothing. And then St. Paul was able to hit a couple of big pass plays, one to Wyatt Plocky and one to Eli Larson down to the three-yard line. Two plays later, Parker Klingensmith took it in from two yards out to complete the 74-yard drive. Then Robleski hit Plocky on the two-point conversion. So at the half, it was 16 to 8, Arcadia Loop City. There was no scoring in the third quarter. In fact, St. Paul only had the ball one time and one first down. And uh, the second time they touched it, there was under nine minutes to go in the ball game. That was after McCray Moshka scored from two yards out. Kind of a weird situation in there where Arcadia Loop City had been called for two straight holdings, then a sack and an intentional grounding. They had like a third and 34, ran it for 10 yards, had fourth and 24, and St. Paul was called for roughing the kicker. So that's an automatic first down. Then a nice run by uh, Calarose with a face mask that went on it. And that slid up that uh, touchdown to make it 22-8 to when the run was no good. Then Tucker comes up with an interception for Arcadia Loop City, the third St. Paul turnover. They marched the 45 yards on the Calarose second touchdown of the night. The Cusick run made it 30-8, to and that was the final score tonight. Arcadia Loop City, 30, and St. Paul, 8. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. And that's going to wrap things up for us as well here on a long football game, but uh, some good football players and good football team. Arcadia Loop City looks really, really good, and it's going to take a special effort to beat them, probably Central City, uh, a chance in week number eight to give them a run for their money as they've been winning some pretty big games as well. This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, the final score, Arcadia Loop City 30 and St. Paul 8. From St. Paul, for our producer engineer, Spencer Shields, I'm Doug Duda. Coming up next, the Rivals and Rut Friday Night Scoreboard Show.